You're listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. We teach home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. And now your host, Techie Tony. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony, and I am your host. For those of you that do not know who I am or what I do, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow your business using the power of the internet and social media. We are back with another very, very exciting guest. Her name is Linda O'Brien. I am super duper excited to talk to Linda because she is in an industry called travel. And as many of you know, Corona has really shut down travel but things are slowly starting to open back so uh, back up. So she's here today to kind of share with us a little bit about her business, how she can help you, and moving forward with, uh, with travel and what's to expect here between now and the beginning of the rest of 2021. So everyone, welcome Linda O'Brien to the show. Hi, Tony. Hi, everyone. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for uh, making some time to be on today. Um, I guess my first question is travel. Wow. It's, it's actually kind of coming back. It is. It's so exciting, you know, from months of canceling to now being able to talk to people and start booking. It's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. What's it been like eight, nine months almost before, uh, the Corona has been going? Well, since March 15th. So Linda, I've never, uh, I've never really had a travel agent on the show, so I'd like to know a little bit more about you and how you got into being a travel agent. So can you share with us how that happened? Well, I've always loved traveling. Our, my dad, when we were little, used to pack all eight of us, um, one of six kids, so all eight of us in the station wagon, and we'd go cross-country for two weeks. We would drive, 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 see something, stay in a hotel, get in the car and do the same thing. But I've been to almost every state. I've been to Canada, Mexico. Yeah. So some of my best memories as a kid are, you know, sitting in the car and we change every stop, you know, you'd move a seat over and one person got to sit in front with your mom and dad, two people or three people were in the back and the way, what we call the way back of the station wagon. So I, so I've always loved traveling. And after we were married, we were in a situation where I had lost my job and wasn't sure what I wanted to do and came upon something talking about being a travel agent. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is right up my alley and been doing it ever since. Awesome. And uh, how long have you been a travel agent? I've been a travel agent for about 15 years. I did have a break in my career when my kids were little. And then when I went back to work, I did something else for a while. And when I got tired of doing that, because it wasn't who I am, I told my husband, I want to go back into travel. That's what I love. That's what I'm passionate about. And so that's what I did. I picked up right where I left off. So everybody is waiting for updates and information about where to go. Um, where's somewhere you want to go after this whole pandemic lifts? Where's your destination? I am going to the beach. In <laughs> fact, I'm actually going to Jamaica in about three and a half weeks. So, um, I, get you to... know, I call suitcase. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> Tony, if you can fit my suitcase, you can go. <laughs> Deal. I'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be there for six nights and tour hotels in the Negril, Montego Bay, and Ocho Rios area. So I'm very excited to go see that and see how they're handling COVID and what it's like to travel during COVID. So I'm excited about that. Another place that I'm dying to get back to is Europe. So uh, my husband and I were thinking about going to Europe again this year, and obviously uh, that didn't happen. So yeah, so unfortunate. So many places shut down. Oh, I had some people that just had trips of a lifetime that we had to cancel and it just breaks my heart. Yeah. Better safe than sorry though. I guess you gotta, you gotta, you know, rules and regulations come first. There was no choice. We're not allowed in Europe. So. Right. You're right. Yep. So, okay. I guess my next question would be why would somebody use a travel agent That's an excellent question. And I get that question all the time. There is so much information out on the internet. In fact, when I got out of the industry to stay home with my kids for a few years, um, the internet had just come, was just invented. Let's just say that. That's, uh, it's been a while. But everyone, it was a novelty and everyone was booking their trips on the internet. And so at that point, I didn't feel like a travel agent was needed. Things have changed. There is so much information out on the internet and you can't always trust what you see. And so people are going, the trend is more people are using travel agents to help them sift through all the information that's out there than did even five or 10 years ago. So it was a great time to get back into travel and we go places, we stay in places, we see hotels, we see destinations, and we can tell you what's going on. Um, I was just working on a trip to Cancun for some friends when we had this scheduled, and I'm able to say, I stayed at this hotel. It's a, lar- it's a large resort. It feels like you're walking through a park. It's spread out. This resort It's a smaller resort. It's more modern. The buildings are all on top of each other. So if you don't want a spread out resort, this one is great. This other one is a brand new resort just opened. Uh, The beach is great. So we're here to help you decipher through all that information um, and really get you exactly what you're looking for. Some resorts you can see online and it's like, oh, okay, that looks like a nice resort. And then you get there and find out that they've got topless sunbathing and you're there with your you know, 13-year-old son. Probably not a great idea. No, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so we can tell you all these things. We can say, hey, make sure you go to this restaurant. It's a great restaurant. Or, you know, if you stay at this resort, you have access to the facilities at the resort next door. Make sure you go to the steakhouse at that resort. Um, There's just a lot of information that's not on the internet and there's information that's wrong. I do a lot of networking and when I present, I always show a picture of a resort. It shows the beach, beautiful beach. They have a pier going out until the, to the beach uh, or into the water and it looks great. I took a picture when I was visiting that resort and just where they've cut the ocean off. So you see the pier in the ocean and then, you know, 
the border of the picture is there. On the other side are all these concrete pylons sticking out of the water. So I show those two pictures. One looks great. One looks like if I wanted to be a really nice beach and I'm a beach person and want to sit at that be- on that beach, that's not the view I would want. So you need someone to help you, someone that knows you need someone to help you through all of that. If you're a pool person, the pool at that resort is amazing. But if you're a beach person, not so much. So those are just some reasons to use a travel agent just to help you get exactly what you're looking for at the price you're looking for and to make sure, you know, you're going to spend money on your vacation. You want to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. I kind of feel like you do a lot of work. I mean, do you offer like a, like a paid service where people can ask you questions, have like a consultation to kind of get a feel for their trip or? I do. I love to research. It's, I just, love to learn and research. So what I do is I offer a 30 to 40 minute Zoom call. We can, you know, do it over Zoom. It's $35. And then, you know, we can talk about what you want to do, where you want to go, what type of feel you want for your vacation. Do you want something really upbeat and real active? Or do you want to just be a beach bum and sit on the beach? You know, let's find the best place for you to do that and do what you want and have the feel that you want. So that's $35. And then when we book your trip, 30 of that 35 will be applied towards your payment. Okay. Very, very cool. Very cool. I like how you, how you did that. That's, that's really cool. So you're really not trying to sell the travel of where they want to go based on your decision. It's kind of more what they're looking for. Oh, it has to be what they're looking for. If I booked what I was looking for, I would have people that would, that would be upset with their trips. You know, I had some young girls go to Italy and Greece a couple years ago, and they wanted cheap, 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 cheap. And we did cheap. I had another girl and her trip got canceled, but she was adopted from Romania and she was going to go visit her roots this year. Go to, she was starting out in Bucharest and ending in Amsterdam. She wanted cheap. And there was some hotel. She goes, I want this hotel. I'm like, "Eh, you know, not quite so sure you want, you want that hotel, but you know, just kind of helped her look through and see that maybe that's not in the best location for her. And so we booked a different hotel, but still within her budget, it's not the place I would stay. I want something a little more, upscale, you know, not a hostel sharing a room with someone, but that's what she wanted. And that's okay. And then I've got other people who want top of the line, you know, preferred club, master deluxe beachfront suite. And that's okay. I'm happy to book those rooms for you, but that's not what I would do. You know, so it's got, it's all about the client and what they want to do. It's their trip. It's not mine. As much as you'd like it to be, right? I know, especially those those really upscale rooms, right? Right. But, but yeah, I want them, they're the ones paying for the trip. I want them to get exactly what they want. That's awesome. That, that speaks volumes for who you are as a travel agent. So, you know, it's all about them. Got it. So I see a lot of people going to Mexico. What's up with that? 
Well, right now, Mexico does not have any COVID requirements. So you don't have to have a negative test. Uh, you don't have to fill out any paperwork. And everyone's like, oh, well, maybe I don't want to go to Mexico. Actually, what I'm hearing in, from other travel agents and from clients is they feel safer in Mexico as far as COVID than they do here. And Mexico, they're wanting tourists to come back. Prices between now and Christmas are really, really reasonable. I mean, like really reasonable. So their hotels are running at about 50% occupancy and people feel safe. So that's why Mexico is like in the news and, and everyone's talking about Mexico is because you don't have to jump through 90 million hoops to get there. So if Mexico's running at about 50%, that makes social distancing really easy because hotels aren't going to be full. It's very easy. Now you may run into, you know, because they are at 50%, their staff is a little less. They're not fully staffed. So you may run into where the restaurants at the hotel are open on a revolving basis. So maybe not every restaurant is open every night but they, they change the schedule. So you still get to experience all the different restaurants. Just, it may not be the restaurant that you want on the particular night. You may have to be a little flexible with that, but yeah, Mexico is great. Yeah, I love how you phrased, how you brought that point up that staff might be limited. I think that's a very important thing because when everyone goes on vacation, they just, they just wanna go and have fun. Well, sometimes not being able to go to the right place might not be that fun. You may have been someplace that you went and had a restaurant that you recommended, but the service was up to date and everything, Corona wasn't going on. But now, you know, fast forward, that same place might not be operating at 100%. So you've got to let people also know not so much about their travel plans, but what to expect too. Right. And, you know, I've not heard anything that a service has been bad. It's just, you know... If they're at 50% and they normally had 100 employees, they don't need 100 employees. So they're down at, at 50. And, you know, you may wait a few extra minutes for a drink or something like that. But on the most part, service is on par to what it should be. And, um, you know, you just need to be a little bit flexible. We're in this time of COVID, which is an extremely fluid situation. And things change daily. So you just need to be a little flexible if you're traveling right now. I know if I was in Mexico, I wouldn't care if that place was open. I'd go somewhere else. <laughs> That's what you, I know, would. you know, if you want Mexican, the Mexican restaurant may not be open that night. It may be Italian and seafood, you know. So you just can't have your heart set on one thing because it may not be open that night. So where's a place that you feel is not going to open up anytime soon? Um, in my heart of hearts, Europe. Um, I know Australia, New Zealand won't be open until April. They uh, put that in place several months ago. So if our numbers don't come down by then, it, that will be extended. Uh, with everything happening in Europe and those numbers, uh, going up in Europe and our numbers going up, I think it's going to be a little while before Europe opens up. Okay. So here's, here's a good question for you. So, you know, prior to COVID, you could go through security, they'd kind of pat you down and do what you need to do. Do you know the TSA guidelines now, now with the pandemic? I mean, we're still traveling, it's just limited, but have the TSA guidelines changed about what to expect and 
you know, do you have to wear a mask, things like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to wear a mask from the minute you enter the airport until you get off the plane in your destination. You have to wear a mask on the plane. You have to wear a mask in the airport. Um, As far as TSA, their guidelines are pretty much the same. I've seen some places where you put your boarding pass or passport or whatever um, in the little thing. I saw one place where you actually put your driver's license in like a credit card if you're using your real ID to travel. Um, You are allowed up to 12 ounces of hand sanitizer that you can take through security. You know, they want... Well, the rules are everything has to be three ounces or less and fit into a quart-sized bag. That is still in place, but you are allowed an additional 12 ounces of hand sanitizer that you can take through security. So that's about the only thing that's changed. As far as security, you still have to take your shoes off. You still have to go through the scanners. So yeah. So not a lot of change in that department. Not a whole lot. Just the extra hand sanitizer is, is the big thing with TSA. Do you recommend bringing snacks for the plane? Because I'm assuming a lot of airport restaurants are going to be shut down too. I do. Uh, Some of the restaurants are open, some are not. I know Starbucks is open, but I would suggest bringing something to eat, like a snack. You can always get a drink in the airport because you cannot take that through security. But just keep in mind that if you're eating and drinking on the plane, that is the only time you can take your mask off. Yeah. Aren't, um, aren't some uh, plane, like Southwest and Delta, aren't they limiting, like, even some saying no food at all? No drinks? I Serving-wise, serving-wise, not bringing. But oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially on the short, short flights, they are not serving at all. Okay. So but- if, if you can't make it, you know, two or three hours without eating or drinking something, make sure that you bring it on the plane. Yeah. And that's an excellent point. You know, the odds of it happening would be small, but if you've got a diabetic on board or something like that, though, you know, your son or your daughter, that might be something to really think about bringing snacks. We're so used to going to restaurants and getting the things we need. And and now you can't really go to McDonald's and grab that croissant, which because they might not even be open. Yeah. Fast food places are most likely open, but yeah, you just, you know, you can travel during COVID. You just need to think ahead a little bit more than we used to, than we used to have to do. Definitely. So Mexico's open. Is there any other place I can go if I don't want to go to Mexico? Well, you can go to the Caribbean. Like I'm going to Jamaica in three and a half weeks. And um, you do have to jump through hoops. Some places are doing random testing. When you arrive, they'll do like a temperature check. Other places you have to fill out a travel form. For Jamaica, I have to have a negative COVID test and you upload that onto a website and fill out a travel authorization and you have to have that travel authorization before they'll even let you on the plane here in the States. So each country has a little bit different nuance to what they want. And again, that's where a travel agent comes in to help you navigate that whole, what do I need when I'm traveling? What do I need? to do to get into the country helps you navigate all of that. So do you have to be negative like, you know, 72 hours prior to getting on the plane? Actually for Jamaica, I, I can have the test up to 10 days before I travel. Oh wow. In the authorization you, you have to fill out well, you can fill out up to five days before you travel. Uh, It has to be filled out within 72 hours of travel. So 
What what are prices like right now to fly to Mexico and Jamaica? Are they like really cheap? Um, I just priced a family of four to Cancun for seven nights the first part of December. Um, they've got two little ones, and it priced at twenty nine hundred dollars for seven nights. Plane ticket included. Yes, it all inclusive. Wow, that's a yeah. deal. Like I said, there's some deals out there uh, before Christmas. There is space for holiday travel. That same resort uh, leaving Christmas Eve was $3,700 for the family. So it's a little bit more expensive, but it's way more affordable than it's been in the past. I kind of feel like maybe I should take my family to the Caribbean for Christmas. It'd be a lot cheaper than buying groceries and <laughs> gifts and presents and all that stuff for the. I know what a what a great present, Tony. You should take your family. Yeah, um, my family present. is me, myself, and Linda O'Brien. So we're going to the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Tony. I thought you were going in my suitcase. I'm so... going everywhere you go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, so are are you saying you're paying? I'm saying that I'm moving in and I'm going to help you with all of your technical needs. And in return, I'm going to travel with you. <laughs> there you go. And you know, I need, you know, I need help with that. Right. 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 <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, you know, way back when travel insurance wasn't really a thing. Um, apparently it's really important now. Can you talk a little bit about travel insurance and how that factors into all this? Travel insurance is so important right now. In fact, I don't even feel good selling a package without it, without some type of insurance. You have to be careful what you purchase. Some cover COVID, some do not. So you need to be really careful. Some allows you to cancel up to the day of travel. Some does not. You know, you just never know. If you come down with COVID, you want to make sure that you can cancel your trip and get your money back minus the cost of the insurance, of course. If you're getting ready to go and you're like, I really don't feel safe, I don't wanna go, you wanna make sure you can cancel. If you're in destination, a lot of people don't realize that your medical insurance, most of the medical plans in the US don't cover you if you're outside of the, the 50 states. So if you go to Mexico and you're planning on your United Healthcare or Blue Cross policy, if you get hurt, it's most likely not going to cover you. And in other countries, you have to pay for your care before you receive it. So, you know, do you have 10, 15, 20, $30,000 possibly laying around that you can pay for your medical care because your healthcare plan isn't going to cover it? You know, I was in Cabo last summer, 2019, when someone fell on the water slide and hit her head and had to go to the hospital with a concussion. You know, you just don't plan on things. And that's what the insurance is for. And most of the travel insurance has that medical coverage to it. So if you get hurt in the destination, you're covered and you don't have anything out of your pocket. Another thing it has is emergency evacuation. What if there's some type of, God forbid, terrorist attack or something, you know, it will evacuate you from that destination. So there's lots of reasons to buy travel insurance. It covers things that you just never even think could happen. It covers you for that. 
is that something you talk about with your consultation? You talked about a $35 charge to, to do that. Is that something you talk about a little bit more in detail to oh, yeah. insight yeah. of why? Yeah, we always, I always talk about travel insurance because, okay. you know, you have life insurance, you have car insurance, you have homeowner's insurance. So why not protect your travel too? Right. What's one thing that you would tell a person who wants to travel to make sure they do before they leave their house? Oh gosh, there's so many things, you know, make sure your stove's off, turn your heat down, turn your air up, you know, uh, make sure your doors are locked. One thing I always do is I leave my information with either a relative or a really good friend, you know, Hey, this is our past. This is a copy of our passport. This is um, the credit cards we're taking in case something happens, you can make one phone call to that person and they can cancel your credit cards. They can send you a picture of your passport or something if you need to have it replaced. So that's one thing that most people don't do. Another thing is you want to make a copy of your passport and you want to keep it in a separate place from your passport. So in your luggage or, you know, in a carry-on or something, you just want to keep it separate from your passport so that if your passport is lost or stolen, it can be replaced pretty easily. If you have a copy of it, it'll be replaced faster. If you do that. Really didn't know that travel involved so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, you need to call your credit card companies and let them know that you're traveling so that they don't shut your credit cards off. You know, there's so many different things. That's a good point because they put holds on things. I know when I got my Discover card, I got it in St. Louis. But when I went to Michigan, I went to go pay for the hotel to go see my son. And uh, they cut me off. They were like, where where are you? This indicates, you know, fraudulent activity. So make sure you call your banks and your credit cards to oh, yeah. out of the country purchases. I even let them know when I'm traveling in the States. Hey, I'm going to you know, visit my brother in Virginia. And these are the states I'm going through, you know, mm-hmm. because they'll cut you off. I've had them cut me off before. Yeah. So now the, now the really big question, your favorite question of all, oh. I bet you can't guess what it is. Social media? Well, it's what's for dinner tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, it is the infamous question. Um, you know, everyone's home. Corona's affecting a lot of businesses. Obviously, with travel, you can't really be out too much and talk to people because of the risk. But are you using social media to grow your business? I am. I'm using Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Travel Gal Linda. What I'm finding more success on, and I've been not as active as I should be, but every time I post something, I get a great response, is Instagram. And I know it's great for travel because Instagram is all pictures, but I've just been slow to get on the Instagram bandwagon bandwagon. There you go. But I just love it because I, I've always get people that I haven't, I've gotten people following me that I have no idea who they are. And um, it's just interesting. I love seeing pictures. And so I've been doing Instagram a lot more than I have Facebook. Actually. I'm going to give you a, an idea that okay. you can implement and I can help you set it up. I believe we've talked about this in the past, now that you're offering a paid consultation, you can throw in a free PDF of maybe a checklist of what to do 
when you leave your house and when you get to the airport and when you go home. So like, make sure your stove's off, make sure the kids got masks, make sure you've got your medication, make sure you've got contact numbers, make sure you got copies of your passport. That way people have a checklist of when they leave of everything they go and then have one for the plane ride. Do we have snacks? Is everyone here? Did everyone eat? Did everyone go to the bathroom? Did everyone do this? And then when you leave, right, did everyone pack their packs? Does everyone have their passports? Does everyone have, <laughs> like, all of that? Because we don't think about those things. All we think about is, I don't want to go home. And then when the time comes, you're rushing to get everything together, and then things become awkward, and you, you tend to forget things. So maybe well, you can put together a checklist of, like, a to-do list, if you will, before and after you travel, and you can give that away as, as a part of your um, consultation fee. That's great. I do have a checklist of things to do before you go, but I love the idea of when you're getting ready to go home or even to fly right now because I don't have, do you have masks? Do you have sanitizer? I don't have those things on there. So those would be great things to add. But I love when you talked about when you're getting ready to go home because inevitably something gets left behind. There's a shoe under the bed. There's something in the back of the drawer or you know, something you left in the safe. So that's a great idea. I love that idea. Not only that, but like when you fly TSA here, you go through TSA, the amount of sanitizer is is different than in another country when you leave. So do you have more than this amount of sanitizer, right? The the guidelines might be different as far as that goes. So those are right. Think about. Right. Exactly. Um, Do you have all of your, you know, your rides confirmed? Is everything paid for all the credit cards, all the credit card statements? Like is all of that in place before you go, you just want yeah. to be able to go, have fun, know that you've taken care of their travel plans and they can come home and say, we had the time of our lives. Thank you so much. And then it's back to business. And you know, one thing, Tony, um, one thing we didn't talk about was the great thing about using a travel agent is if you get there and there's something wrong, you just make one phone call to your travel agent and they'll take care of it for you. You don't have to spend your time while you're on vacation fixing a problem. Right. And I, and I think, I think that's very important that you do that for people because another thing to think about is can your phone work out of country? Yes. That's another thing on that checklist. Those are all things to really consider. Like, yeah, this is amazing because it's so much more than just, okay, we're going to go to Jamaica. I mean, you're probably sitting here three weeks out going, Oh my God, I got to do laundry. I got to <laughs> I got to do a podcast with Tony. I got technical issues. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that podcast thing, that's a real, that's a real kicker. A real doozy. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, things are, things are slowly starting to open. Travel's coming back. We got just a couple months until the end of 2020 and then 2021. Yeah. And now with the election and there's just no telling what's going to happen. So 2021 could be a, a very good year for travel, depending on how things go. Well, if it looks like what it looks like now with people starting to travel, and I know people are sick of being at home and they're wanting to get away. I already told my husband, if they open up and people can travel, you just expect me to work 24 seven because that's what I'm hoping and expecting. So I told him he's going to have to start making dinner. Right. Yeah. Linda, I, I am... I am glad you had a chance to come on. I I really feel like I learned a lot about you and travel and what to expect. It really is so much more than just, let's just go somewhere and and have fun. Oh yeah. There there's lots of little nuances that people don't even know happen behind the scenes. So yeah, this was fun. I love doing this. 
Yeah. One more question. What time are you picking me up to go in your suitcase? Is that? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'll have to, I'll, I'll call you on that one. Cause we'll have to work that out. Cause you know, I'm not right around the corner anymore. Yeah. You probably wouldn't be able to dial the number with all of your technical issues. You know, <laughs> It'd be my oh, Tony, I've got you on speed dial. What are you I know, right? <laughs> well, Linda, do you want to leave us with some contact information? That way, if people want to travel, they can, where can they find you? Sure. My website is travelgallinda.com and my email is lynda at travelgallinda.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at travelgallinda. If you guys go to her website, you can complete a form and yes. you'll get an email and uh, provide your contact number, of course, and she'll be happy to set up a call. Yes. Uh, yes. There is a lot to consider with traveling and there's a lot of unknowns right now. One thing could be now this week and then next week it could change. Oh, um, and it does. And it does. One thing I also want to touch on about using a travel agent versus somebody else is most travel agents are open nine to five. Linda's open from nine to nine, right? She's always going to be there to pick up the phone and help you navigate the process no matter, no matter what it is. Yeah, I'm here 24-7. I ended up working all last week and getting a family reunion booked. Mm -hmm. So... I'm here. I've had people call me at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. So I'm here to help whenever you need help. And I don't know a lot of people that, that do that, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Well, like their sleep. Yeah. Because I know if you call me at 4.30 in the morning, I'm, you're going to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> and no questions asked. I'm too tired to answer the phone. I can't function. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, thank you so much for being on. Everyone, Travel Gal Linda, if you're looking to travel or want to give somebody a, a consultation for Christmas to talk to Linda about traveling, I'm, I'm sure those are all options. Um, Linda, I'm excited for the rest of the year and what happens in 2021 with travel and your business. You're always such a joy to talk to. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Tony. I had a great time. I love talking with you. All right. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Thanks, Tony. Bye-bye.